Hello, diary listeners. This is K for Kindness, part three and our conclusion of our time with Krista Reed of Oak and Iron Tattoo in Buffalo, New York. Welcome to the Apprenticeship Diaries, where raw meets refined. Let's be real, we're still working on refined. <laughs> what it took, what it takes, and the stories that are made. Join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories begin. said it I was thinking in this day and age you can start a whole Facebook group that's my apprenticeship journey into tattooing give me something to tattoo what do you want what do you want me to draw and just like draw it and see and uh, you know they might rip it or not but like if it's a closed group of your friends and people that you know I mean it's the same as asking them I guess and then have it in your portfolio it'll still serve you and maybe you can actually have a whole I mean, I tell people that I'm apprenticing now, like get a T public account, like get, put that shit on a t-shirt. You yeah. know, if you don't get to sell it as a tattoo, you can sell make it as some a design, money. make some money, yeah. you know, like start being a professional artist right now. Honestly, God, um, Krista, that was how my, my apprentice and I, my, my one and only that I've graduated into tattooing. Um, that's how we met. That's how it all went. Um, she was a friend. She was, um, a regular client of mine. We went to the same school. So we had a very similar um, idea set about art in general and concept. Her journey through all of that was a bit different than mine and how they treated her art, but I loved her art. And I saw, I saw a style there that was super fucking rare. Like, like that is not done. And I don't even know how you classify it, but like, it's all her. And yeah. so now she walks around Baltimore and people call her her IG tagline that has been there at, before she was a tattoo artist. It's loud doodle. They're like, are you loud doodle? And she's like, oh my God, <laughs> people are calling me by my IG I account. I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I have that happen sometimes too. And it's wild. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know who I am. Or um, I had a couple of videos go viral on TikTok. That's awesome. And my sister, her leg is in one of them. And somebody oh. stopped her and was like, hey, Kay Reed Tattoo did that. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I know. It's my sister. <laughs> yeah. She was like, yeah, okay. That was weird. I just want my coffee. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> you either get off on the celebrity or not. I'm fortunate <laughs> with my boyfriend. He just geeks out. He's like, people know me because of this. He's like gain, like, you know, like. 300 Instagram followers since we've been together. I was like, yeah, babe, it's because you're getting out there. You're mixing and mingling and stuff. Like that's all we do. Like we're, we're people addicts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, like that's a, that's dope, man. Like I love that. And that's, that's how it went with my apprentice too. Like I, and honestly, from what, from what I've heard, I mean, I've heard different, different stories, but not that I should, you know, ever. Cause I, I asked, I asked every which way, all of my apprenticeships came from asking of people and, and having the grace of someone, you know, yielded to me. But I will say in the times that I've seen it, where the apprenticeship has been offered, I feel like it's a much better dynamic um, yeah. and much more successful dynamic to get to, to tattooing. I just, I just think that it's because you know, we recognize something in this person already. And it's, it's super easy to take what we know is good raw materials and make it into this awesome thing that we just don't really have. I mean, I told her right off the bat, I was like, dude, I'm not going to do anything. In fact, through her entire apprenticeship, I'm like, I'm not really doing much. I'm just yeah. kind of like cheering you on in the background. Yeah, <laughs> like That's what I'm doing here. I mean, I know you need that support. And I know you need that guidance, which is why I'm here to keep you from falling into really bad pitfalls. But, you know, otherwise you're amazing, dude. That's why you are here. (laughs) Yeah. So it was a very easy thing to be like, no, 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 you're awesome. Um, So that's great. I I love that. I love that journey. Kelly Doty did the same thing. Her apprentice that she had um, was a, a good client, an artist friend, and then it morphed into her teaching her. And so that's that. And I think that's one of the big things too, like, like when I get tattooed by Teresa Sharp, like, unfortunately it's on my back. Cause that's really the only spot I have left. So I can't watch her work. Yeah. But like, if you want to get an apprentice with somebody apprenticeship with somebody, go get tattooed by them. Yes. yes. 
become friends with them. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to apprentice under somebody who you don't vibe with. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like you want to have like a, a relationship and a dynamic and like be able to like talk to them, whether it's emotional or however, because um, that's really how you're going to get the best out of the teaching. Yes. If absolutely. you don't click with somebody, they're they're not going to be able to teach you anything. Mm-hmm. Well, you learn a lot from getting your back tattooed, I think, buyer, because um, it's it, all of those things are about process, right? Like, yeah. You know, and how she'll lay you down, how she handles that whole thing, and you know what her style is within managing that that huge you know piece of skin and everything, and what all what all the body parts feel like, and you know, I'm pretty sure it's kind of like. I mean, now that I've been tattooing for a while and I can correlate it to hair in those kind of ways, when I was teaching apprentices to cut hair, you can feel when they're not doing it right. You don't mm-hmm. have to look. You can feel when the pool, because a lot of it's about the combing and things yep. like that. It's things that is my dad used to always say, it's not about the hair you cut off. It's about the hair you leave on. Right. So like, that's you know, true. Like, that's and that's, true. that's really what it comes down to. So when you think about it in those twofold kind of things, there's so many different touch points within a tattoo experience that, that you can soak up and kind of get into. I mean, I think you're going to click amazing. Like it's going <laughs> to just vibe because oh. you got, you know, you got the vibe vampire thing down, you know, like, like you're all integrated. Like she loves all of those, uh, you know, uh, dark creatures and things like that in her work. She, um, you know, exercise. What What would you get? Uh, can you what, Can you talk about that? You know so you I get? really want to just have her do a vampire piece, like just do like an original Solid. character. So I have a I have a print of hers hanging in my kitchen, awesome. and it's of like a male vampire like next to a female vampire, and there's a castle in the background. Mm-hmm. And she's already done the tattoo, but yeah. I would love you know something like that, and just to be like, here is the space. Please create something along these lines. I met the person that she did that tattoo on. I'm pretty sure she was at the, um, it was awful. It was, it was at the Arizona hell city tattoo convention and she was getting work done. And apparently she was right under a freaking air vent the entire time and getting blasted with cold air during this event while she's getting her body tattooed like that. I'm pretty sure it's her. I'm not positive. She had, she had some beautiful, and I think it was that, that tattoo, um, this vampire scene that she was getting, but, um, yeah, that was, that was gnarly dude. That was not, <laughs> that was not easily gotten. And, you know, it's a whole huge piece. So there was many insertions there of work, yeah. but, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know the person that, and she, I think is a tattoo artist now too. I think, I think the person who has that piece is an artist as well. Um, but yeah, uh, and she does great work. Uh, I wish I could know her name. It would be nice if I could just name her, but um, I didn't meet her. Um, we sat by a hot tub at Hell City <laughs> and talked a little bit. Or she had her her feet in because that was the only thing she could put in the hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we were just sitting there. But yeah, that was a that's a dope piece. And and Kel- and if people, obviously if you're listening, hopefully you know who the hell Teresa Sharp is. <laughs> do yourself a favor. <laughs> her Aaron, her whole stable of like artists is amazing. Like her whole shop is incredible. everybody, everybody yeah. there is Aaron incredible. Chance, everyone. Yeah. They're, they're uh, incredible. I have prints, I think. Um, so I have a whole gallery wall at Oak and Iron. Um, and I just have prints from like all of like the people that like, I really like every time I see people post prints, I'm like, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> oh dude. It, I have know. like something from her whole shop. Cause they're oh also talented. They're amazing. They're amazing. It's a hashtag goals for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, um, uh, what was it? I was, was going to say, Oh, do you, okay. Within your apprenticeship, uh, do you have, do you have any specifics that you, um, run through with them that you think are essential? Um, I, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a um, lot. <laughs> so one of my big things is composition. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think that that is one of my really strong, really, really big strong suits is composition as well as, um, line work. Mm-hmm. Um, all of my pieces, a lot of them are really line heavy. Um, all of my artist friends make fun of me cause I'll use like four different liners in one piece <laughs> and then like one mag. 
mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> you know, four or five different liners in one mag. And it's like, you know, a forearm piece or something. And everyone's like, well, why do you do that? But, um, you know, it, it, because it, it takes the eye, the different line weights and everything like that. Um, but when like teaching composition, especially, um, it's important to fit them to the body and to, I always take pictures, which you've seen, I've posted them to Mm -hmm. the group, um, of like the people's bodies or I have them send them to me and I will draw right right on it. Right. Um, and the other thing, um, like with composition is using odd numbers, Mm -hmm. um, never using even numbers. You know, if you have groups of roses, do three groups of roses instead of four, even if those groups have two roses per per group. Cause it's so important for the eye. Yes. Um, and I think a lot of the apprenticeship should be based in drawing and talking to clients Yes, because that tattoo thing comes from just watching, right? Like it, th- there's going to be a lot of hours spent watching and learning and asking questions, yeah. but that's just me doing my work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and it's the apprentice's job to ask questions like yeah. that. That's what they're there for. And that's what I'm there to do. And, you know, I always tell my clients, obviously that they're going to be there and whatever, but, um, you know, I think the biggest thing that I really concentrate on is those client interactions mm-hmm. and basically being able to like take your art. Cause obviously everybody who's leaving an apprenticeship is going to start off in like production. Right. It's like, if you think about it, like production artwork, mm-hmm. um, but then as you carry on, you move into fine art, mm-hmm. you know, like take Teresa Sharp, for example, like she doesn't do small tattoos anymore. No, she only does her own drawings. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if she does like requests kind of thing anymore. If like someone came to her and was like, wanted something very specific. I think she just does what she wants to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the goal, right? Like, yeah. The, the, the end goal is to be able to put your art on somebody. Um, and you know, for me, I obviously, um, I have a lot of clients that come in and are like, I want this very specific thing, but in your style. Right. Um, and I think it's important to get our apprentices ready for that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you cause know? that's the way the industry is moving too. And that's why I do think that the whole community over competition will actually happen because yeah. Um, it, it comes down to with recognizing um, specialties uh, yeah. in people and personal brand. Um, all of us are seeking a personal brand that is uniquely ours so that we can be called loud doodle out on the street yeah. and things like that. And people know our art That's how, you know, you know, a Van Gogh is a Van Gogh, you know, like it, it has that, that hit that's just him uniquely. Yeah. And, um, and I don't think that that, um, you know, that was my big thing with my apprentice was like, I wanted her to understand all of the different styles of tattooing. I wanted her to understand, um, you know, like where she could exist within all those things. Cause I do think that, as you said, you know, your client comes in and they have a very specific thing that they're wanting, but I did really the same as you, I did really want her to be doing her artwork as soon as possible. Um, and we had a lot of conversations about that because that feast and famine kind of thing really comes in of like, well, you know, should I, should I take the infinity knot? Because like I, you know, it's money. And I'm like, you have to determine how much you want to eat. Like, like I, I'm not going to tell you how much you want to eat. You, you know, I was like, the the thing of it is, is that I've had to, my only caution was that I've had to divorce a lot of clients once it got to a point where I was just so inundated with people who were willing to let me do what exactly what I wanted to do that it was like it was it it was harming my own betterment to indulge somebody who made me stick someplace and stick stay stuck in time I was like no 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 this is not what I do yeah and the conversation is is kind of like but it's fine because there is somebody out there that does exactly what you want you just have to find them And I think that that will actually breed community far more than competition, because if we're not the Walmart of the tattoo industry, we're we're not, we're not gratifying everybody because Walmart doesn't teach anybody any kind of like real value, right? Like it devalues everything because it's so accessible and you know, there's a romance to going to a little, you know, shop that only sells, you know, um, artisanal soaps 
And there is a reason why it's better. Yeah. <laughs> and, and more and, expensive. Right. And more expensive. And, and you're going to note the service there and you're going to note all of the different things that you get to experience while you're in that shop. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the, the beautiful thing about teaching people that and that ownership of, of who they are and what they're, we're trying to cultivate here and to, to, to you know, give them permission to do that too, because yeah. I think in art training itself, you know, there's so many fundamentals that are scoured that are necessary. They are necessary to learn, but it's not with us trying to tell you like, oh, we don't intend for you to break the rules eventually. We do. We do intend for you to do all of that, but know the rules first and yeah. then then you can go out and we're fine. <laughs> yeah. And that's uh, like similar to kind of one of the things that I told her too, like in reference to like infinity symbols and stuff like that. I was like, you're going to do them. Like it's going to happen because when you start off, like people aren't just going to want to get all of your art. There are going to be people that are going to want to get your art, but you're going to have to take walk-in clients. You're going to have to yeah. do a little rose behind the ear and like mm-hmm. stuff like that. But that's all a learning process because if you have a whole family that comes in and wants eight infinity symbols by the end of the day, by the end of that day, your line work on those eight infinity symbols is going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had a friend who's apprenticing in another state um, messaged me the other day and goes, how come nobody told me that infinities are so hard? (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) They are. There are. It's a lot of loops. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, you hear, you know, you hear people like not, not talk shit about it, but, you know, like use it as an example Mm -hmm. of like the stuff that we don't want to do, but we don't want to do them because we've already done them. Yes. You know, so they have like that. The, the the piecemeal that I would give my apprentice sometimes is like, do you know how much it would be nice for me at this stage where every single one of my clients is this ongoing piece that I have to count. They're going to come back and I get to, I have to park on every bit of my creative process and wait. I was like, do you know how nice a banger is to me at this point? Like just a simple hit and we're done. Everybody's happy. I don't give a fuck what it is. (laughs) I know you have attached some meaning. That's really why we make fun of the infinity knot because of the meaning that people attach to it. It's like, I know this means something revolutionary to you, but it is a fucking infinity knot. (laughs) It has has been done so much by so many people who equally have that kind of meaning for it. Yeah. (laughs) So I think it's really more of just like, it, it's basic and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. in itself, but that's not to say that it isn't hard. Those things that are, are the most basic are the most hard actually. Um, so to, to ever say like, oh, it's just, cause that's what you get from the client. It's just this. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You try to trace that thing and let's see how you're, you're tracing on, on paper works. Yeah. Like, Make it symmetrical on both me. sides. Show yeah. me how, how it's just that. Please. <laughs> would like you to show me. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Thank God for the iPad though and the symmetry oh, tool because yes. I remember trying to like do infinity symbols, even when you trace them off of something you printed off the computer, you know, in 2008, 2009, it was like always just like the slightest bit off. And then yeah. you would see it and you're like, wow, I suck. Yes. Well, like now our apprentices have like such, and I hate to say they have it easier, but they have it easier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, they literally, you know, there's brush sets that you can buy from like Tattoo Smart and stuff that yeah. has infinity symbols on it. And you just go doot. And there it is. You don't even have to worry about the symmetry drill and drawing it because somebody did it for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, now, it doesn't make it easier once you get to the fucking tattoo Mm -mm. because at least with us, when we had to drill like that, once we got to the tattoo, we were prepared muscle memory. We knew one at the very least we knew what we were in for. We we knew that this was not going to be an easy ride because it wasn't an easy ride when we were trying to do it before. So at least we, we culminated everything to just get to that point. And now we're like, okay, I'm ready. I did my warm up. <laughs> my muscles are hot. I got this. It's going to be a bitch, but we're going to do this. So uh, that was something I saw about. She wasn't my apprentice, but she's a dope artist. Amber, Amber Ramirez. She's a, uh, she's great. And she right off the bat. Oh my God, dude, she was doing symmetrical designs that were just, they were blowing my mind. And she was making, she was making shrink and dink uh, necklaces out of them. And she was hand doing each. I'm like, you know, you can print 
on shrinking paper, right? She's like, I don't like the colors that come up with it. I like doing it by hand because <gasps> oh. I, I'm like, well, then you should be charging a hell of a lot more money yeah. for these individual things. She was like, I don't know. And I was like, I do know the yeah. shit you're doing is wicked difficult, dude. Like, and the fact that it was perfectly symmetrical and balanced, her stuff is amazing right out the gate. It was like, whoa, dude. Um, I didn't apprentice her. My, my boss did, but, um, she was kind of like a studio apprentice. She was on autopilot, man. She like taught herself. It was incredible. Um, but she, the raw talent just right away, she got her apprenticeship because she was dope and she put her portfolio on IG. And I was like, are you a tattoo artist? She was like, I, I want to be. And I was like, well, with this portfolio that you're pushing out here, you're going to be very quickly. You should hit yeah. up my boss and it worked out, but yeah, like that, that's how she got it. And I, I do think that's a path for a lot of people, you know, like go commercial, man. Like, like you said, be product oriented at the first show that you're trying to hustle your artwork right away. It will get recognized and it might yeah. potentially get recognized by a tattoo artist who wants to push you to, to this level of it, which is, yeah. Honestly, it's not a level you have to go to. I, at this day and age, when I see people want to be tattoo artists, I really ask the question why. Because I'm like, seriously, dude, you don't ever have to leave your house. You don't. You you can order everything necessary if you want to be. If you want to be an artist in this atmosphere with these tools, with with the way people with Etsy with. Uh, there are so many ways yeah. for you to never, ever, ever have to confront the things that we do. I have to ask why. Like, and if there isn't some kind of human component there, then, then yeah, for me, it's like, eh, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I probably shouldn't say that because there was never, there was always, I want to do my art and it, and I never really realized how much other people were a part of that process. Yes. Honestly, that's and something so, I think you grow into. Yeah, it is. It is. But at, right away, my apprentice, she recognized that she was like, I really can help people with this. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can. <laughs> it's really cool. She like got onto that right away. And she was like, super excited about it, which, which made me really happy. A sense of pride right away is that that was a goal of hers to, to offer, like you said, a, a healing thing. Yeah. We'll talk about it. I mean, we're at that point now, like talk about yourself, talk about what you like to do and all that good stuff. Um, so the, the healing art kind of sort of fell, well, I shouldn't say it fell into my lap, but sort of forced into my lap. Um, so I have this beautiful, beautiful human of a friend, client. She, or, I'm sorry, they are just an amazing, amazing human. And um, I was tattooing them the one day and they were like, hey, you should really think about like healing through your tattooing. And I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, I can like, I can feel the energy that you're putting into it. Like I can, I can feel the like love and the, like the removing of pain that you're like giving me through every single like line that you put on my body. Um, and like that we can do a lot of like sacred kind of ritual tattooing, you know, in it kind of taking it back to like the sacred art of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I never thought about like putting it into the everyday life, right. like, Obviously, you know, so I specialize um, in kind of like illustrative color work um, mm -hmm. and now um, like stippling or pepper shading has just like become a thing. It's um, fun. It's amazing. It <laughs> wasn't my intention, but we're here now. So I'm living in it. Yep. Um, and uh, so I, you know, I kind of just like always went on this, this one path and, and I do a lot of, um, like scar cover-ups and stuff like that. Um, for anyone out there listening for self-harm cover-ups and medical scars, I do offer discounted rates. So awesome. contact me for that. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and that was always something I love to do because I have a, a past history of self-harm. Right. Um, so being able to help people through that was always a goal of mine. Um, and you know, my friend, they were just like, you already are doing it. Mm -hmm. yeah. You just need to sell yourself on it. Yeah. You got to brand it. <laughs> yeah. Because if you brand yeah. it, like they will mm -hmm. come. Yeah. Um, so now I also offer Oracle tattoos. I um, thought about getting ordained dude. And like being tax exempt. Are you fucking getting me? Like, yeah. That's a pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't yuck my yum and you can't tell me what is and isn't a religion. 
exactly. I can make a bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. I, I mean, it is, it's true. It, I've had that with, um, clients of mine that have, um, fibromyalgia and, and, um, chronic I pain. have that. Yeah. They, they, and I'm not sure really what it is. I'm not sure if it's, you know, you can, your body can only process so much pain at any given time and giving them pain in one area removes it from the rest and it allows them to focus on something. But I also think it's something about control too, about the choice of having this pain and having something beautiful be um, the result of this choice um, rather than being prisoner to it. I think that's what really makes it different. It's, and, and they can't, it sucks for anybody who's out there who is a medical professional and who says this shit, please stop. Please stop telling people when they're going to get an inoculation or any kind of thing. Oh, what's the matter? You have all those tattoos. Don't you like it? Please, please, please stop doing that. It's not the case. It's not the case at all. It, it registers a very different part of the human psyche when they go get tattooed. It has nothing to do about liking pain or any of the things that you think it, it does. It, if you don't know what it's about, then just admit that you don't know what it's about, but don't, don't undermine like why a person gets a tattoo and don't undermine, you know, their choices in that way. It's really, it's not cool, especially yeah. when they're already down and they're coming to you for help. Uh, with something that is legitimate that they're experiencing, it feels really bad. <laughs> so don't do it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> um, that's my big thing because that's that's all I hear from them is like you know I get constantly berated by my medical professionals about the tattoos I have, and they they can't conceive of it um, given given what I have to go through all the time. They're like, why would you want to do this? Or you know, if you don't like it, then why don't it? they don't get it? Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it is a thing. I do think it's a thing, but it comes from a different place. It's our psychology. Um, yeah. that, that really you're, you're healing that way. So that's, that's awesome. So, yeah. um, within that, um, I mean, obviously you've already done the credentials that would prime you for a lot of those things, but did you, did your friend was were they really into Reiki and things like that? And, um, the holistic parts, is that why they were really attuned to that kind of energy, I guess, because, you know, you do have to, um, I think invest in that sensitivity. Yeah. So they are like a super, just a spiritual kind of like open human and believe in like the nature of the world and, um, like how everything works around us. Um, and definitely big into like Reiki and crystals and, um, they actually, they have a flower farm. Um, oh, so they wow. do like botanical healing and stuff. You'd love them. Oh, that's um, cool. <laughs> yeah, they sure do like, yeah. They do all kinds of like botanical healing and they're just, they're just a cool, like all around cool human. Um, yeah. And, you know, they mentioned it. And then I have a couple um, Reiki masters that actually come get tattooed by me. Oh, right And I mentioned it to them. And um, the one was like, yeah, you already do that. Like, get Mm -hmm. certified. Like, charge more money for that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know? So um, that's something I'm working on. I'm going to kind of start going in that direction once things settle down with the new shop. Um, But I also offer Oracle tattoos. Um, So like tarot tarot oracle is more based on kind of like divination and like the energy of the universe um so basically like i pull cards and create a tattoo based on the cards oh that's a really wonderful idea that's awesome oh very cool Uh, and were you a part of the incromancy i was yeah perfect well that's great then you can invest in like um this side project that can give back and that you can actually sell tarot decks as well yeah. with all of that. That's wonderful. I love that. I love that. Love that. Love that. Some exciting news, diary listeners. We actually got a wonderful promotional code from Reinventing the Tattoo recently, and we're happy to share this with you. It's 10% off on a subscription to Reinventing the Tattoo. And if you don't know about this wonderful, wonderful service, it's continuing education for working professionals, very geared around tattooers. But I would venture to say that if you are looking to improve your art skills and have regular momentum to your creativity, 
creativity and to your own professional education, I can't recommend it enough. One of the prime people that you will be critiqued by and helped with and draw with and all of that good stuff is Guy Acheson. And if you don't know about him, you probably should. He is a very, very pivotal person in our industry. I joined them for, for one exercise. I, I did a color study. I mean, Rico sat there and, and watched me the other night do mm -hmm. a, a color study exercise with Guy and company, and it was amazing. I was flexing all kinds of muscles. It's just all round if you want to improve your art skills. I can't see a better way than hanging out with a lot of professional artists and seeing the kind of work that they do and the kind of exercises they work on all the time. It's www.reinventingthetattoo.com backslash The Apprenticeship Diaries. So again, that's www.reinventingthetattoo.com backslash The Apprenticeship Diaries. And that's gonna save you 10% on your subscription. Go check it out, folks. I dig all of it. I mean, I, I haven't brought it. I think this is wonderful things to give people that are starting out just as a way, because like I said, I think everybody is branching out. I, I see a lot more entrepreneurship. I see a lot more um, uh, vibe kind of places. Like you said, you know, if, if this is your vibe, run with it. If you're trying to cultivate it, run with that own it, brand it, all of those things. They're, they're important to your brand and, and what you're bringing to the table. But I don't think a lot of people really realize that um, right away. Um, so it's something to start thinking about. And, and I would say too, uh, recently I've been going back in time because I've kept everything and it shows in my house. It's a nightmare. Like there's when he's talking about the acrylic paintings in your basement they're still unfinished there's so many of those <laughs> demons down there but like the wonderful thing is that if you keep everything like that and you don't cache it and this is the benefit of doing things longhand too is that you you kind of get to re-atone with what you were and that kind of sourcing is really important too because paying attention to who you are at your core very much so impacts the brand of what you're going to come about with. And sometimes in looking back, you can unlock this question that you have in, in a current field of like, maybe you feel a little stuck. Your progression isn't really there. You've plateaued. I recommend going back. I recommend like looking back, look at what you did before and kind of sourcing your, your own self for the answers, because I think they lie there. Um, so definitely, you know, Amber, when she started her past, she kept all of her stencils, same with Andrea. They kept all of their first stencils. They really made a big deal of chronicling all of their first tattoos, numbering them, hitting number points within, within their tattoo journey. And, um, I think they're going to have just a wonderful legacy, uh, of, of things that they're chronicling because they're doing it that way, that if they ever get in that spot where they're stuck, they can look back for the answers and probably get them very quickly. Um, so, I, and, and then you're, you're not ripping anyone, you're ripping yourself, you know, like it's, it's great. You don't have to, you know, invest in the next big, like whatever, you know, <laughs> this is all going back in time to the things that you already knew. And then you're like, Whoa, I, I, it's amazing what you knew when you were younger. Like there's some things that I've looked back on. I'm like, Holy shit, dude, I was already on that path. Wow. Bravo, man. Bravo. I can't even believe I knew that then, but I did. And, and you know, giving yourself the permission to give yourself that credit too. It's like saying I'm proud of myself and changing your own self-talk. Um, cause the critics already there, I think for both you and I, <laughs> yeah, like, we got a big critic on our shoulder. Yeah. So like to, yeah. to have the, the nice angel talking every once in a while, that's like, you're doing all right, kid. It's fine. Keep plucking. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's a good thing. Um, uh, is there, I mean, we've named a few people, but, um, that, that you definitely look at and admire, but are there any others that you want to shout out for people to like, look at and, and, um, and invest in, uh, that you think are really great? I think right now I am really trying to just invest in myself. Yeah. 
And I, I don't, I, like I don't want that to sound conceited, but, um, so it because doesn't. of, because <laughs> of the imposter syndrome, I have a really, really, really hard time thinking that I'm good enough mm-hmm. or knowing that I'm good enough tattoo artist. So like, whereas months ago I would have like laid in my bed at two o'clock in the morning and gone on Instagram and zoomed in on all of these people's work to like, see how they're doing it. Now I do that to my own. Good. That's awesome. And, but in a positive way. Yeah. In a, what did I do here? What can I, how can I replicate this? Um, yeah. And and I think that I am very much like looking to create more of my own style because I haven't seen a lot of what I do, like my specific style of art, um, you know, outside of me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but you know, there are a lot of people that I've been taking inspiration from. Um, I think his name's Russell. His Instagram handle is Find Your Smile. Oh, um, I love him. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's and a I, really sweet guy. I haven't met him in person, only via the internet. But he is dope, man. His work. I've is talked really to him a couple beautiful. times. He's really Aww. nice. Yeah, Aww. that's cool. But yeah, I love yeah. how he takes like pop culture, but then like makes it his own. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is something that I'm trying to do a little bit more of is taking more of those things. Um, I also really look to nature for a lot of my inspiration. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll just sit on Google and like look some stuff up to see like, okay, how do roses naturally group themselves? Like, yeah, I can put leaves here and put leaves here and leaves here. And that looks good design wise, but like just using nature as my inspiration to kind of do more, again, organic designs that are going to work with the body that don't look like stickers that are going to be easy to incorporate into whatever. Right. Um, right. And of course, Teresa Sharp is a huge one. Cause I just, I uh, like her work, just like, if I could draw that way from my brain, right? I don't okay. even like the concept just completely like goes <laughs> over my head. I'm just like, Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's why you do reference from nature though, because it's that drill because until, I mean, this was how it was always painted to me for anyone listening. The reason why you draw from real life is because you improve your mental mapping of a particular object so that you can have better recall. Um, like, you know, if you, you know, you're trying to draw a hand and stuff, once you, once you've drawn enough hands and you know, the articulation of a hand, you can kind of you can kind of morph it and and mentally imagine it moving in your in your mind, um, but it takes doing that many 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 times and many different you know ticks of the hand for you to kind of catalog that mental mapping of it. But the more you do that, the more you know that a leaf can bend a certain way, and and you've actually analyzed how nature itself. I mean, nature is the best artist. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's incredible what happens. And like you said, it does help you, uh, especially I find with like things like cover-ups and things that you have to hack. And you're yeah. like, okay, well, I got to put this thing on here and I got to hack this in a very particular way. And that's rare, man. Like, so that's, I love all that. What books are you reading? Yeah, I mean, you're a reader. A lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, let me, uh, what am I reading right now? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to pull up, pull up my Kindle really quick here. Right. <laughs> um, so right now I'm reading certain dark things, um, which is like a cyberpunk meets Ooh. vampire. Ooh, that sounds it's good. It's very cool. It's very cool. Like yeah. one of the main vampires has like a demon dog that has like neon green striping. Ooh, I like it's that. It's very cool. It's very cool. I, like um, I am working on a horror book. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of like reading as far as like horror books go. Um, just to kind of, kind of get myself in the zone. Mm -hmm. Um, but I haven't had a lot of time for reading lately, so I haven't done a ton of it. Yeah. I'm, I, I'll have to admit like actual reading, reading. I can't really admit to, I listen, um, I'm an audible junkie. So yeah, that's it. It, it's dangerous though because you can have such a stockpile and you can start one and then start another yep. and then, like, <laughs> then you're like invested i'm i'm invested like in six books right now and i'm like yep. this has got to get you know handled amy <laughs> got a little too many lines out there like calm it down i'm definitely add like there's yeah. no question <laughs> yeah 
No question, but it's fine. I mean, I've, I've figured out my rhythm. I know when to check myself, so it's totally okay. But yeah, I just wanted to ask because like, um, you know, all of the other art that we invest in influences our craft and what we're able to give our clients. And I do feel like, you know, when I read another book or when I do another thing, it's just a cool talking point. You know, we're kind of a hub, same with hairstylists. We're kind of a hub for the community gathering and where you can come in and get, hip to something that's happening around you that you didn't know before you walked through the door. And that was something that I realized within being a hairstylist, the connectivity that I have to my community and the ability to like plant these little seeds uh, in each person and see what grows from it is really cool. Um, and, And while you have somebody for hours in your seat, yeah, have a whole conversation about that book, which is really dope. And then you yeah. can dreamcast together. I think it's really neat. Do you play any, um, I just have to ask because um, one of the things that I recognize or that I think must be really, really influential to book building, especially if you're doing fiction, would be like um, uh, D&D or any kind of role-playing games. Do you do any of those? I don't, but I have like a lot of interest in doing it. Like I know a lot about it. My husband is a huge nerd. Um, so he plays like three nights a week. Oh, that's awesome. Maybe like, be like, Hey, I'm going to play D and D or Gloomhaven or like whatever the game is. Um, but I love all the like backstory behind it. Yeah. Um, like I love all that. Like, it's like so deep that it explodes kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many worlds in it, which is why I think I like to read fantasy too. Mm-hmm. Um, because they like, you know, and you get like Tolkien, like the Hobbit's my favorite book of all time. I have like six copies of it, nice. different collector's it. copies of it. Um, it. <laughs> it's so bad. That's great. But, <laughs> like he's got such a developed world. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you read those pages and like, you can draw inspiration from that. Like, uh, the first time he describes Rivendell, it's nine pages. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So like putting that kind of storytelling and illustrative art into tattooing is, is really, is really neat to see kind of how that comes full circle. Yeah. And the Mayans of Moria. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went really deep in that. But I, I was just, um, because that's the thing is that what I've observed about it is, is that you give people these roles that have very, you know, they have their criteria, right? Like they're an elf, they have these powers and stuff, but you can't really predict what this person is going to do, which I think as an author, not even that you would play, but maybe you just watch his games and just see what somebody will do in a certain scenario that just takes you outside of your own mental mapping of the situation. Um, you know, that I guess there's a purest quality when the characters come from you, but, um, the, the, the thing of it is that I feel like to make it really real, despite the realism is by that character analysis and, and kind of marking a certain person in your life that exhibits those qualities. And, you know, like they're, they're that person, but they're a different name and they're an elf in this scenario or whatever, you know, like it's really cool. And that's what I've watched. People are like, how do they do that? I'm like, they play a lot of D and D I swear to God, I swear to God, they're doing something like that. They have to be. (laughs) I, um, I watch a lot of movies. Like my big thing is watching movies because I always like hyper analyze like what the director was trying to do, not necessarily like what the story is doing, but what the director was trying to do and like how he portrayed something, the filters that he used and like things like that. Because I think the best books can be movies in your mind. Yes, exactly. I did that with American. I do it with all of them too. I'm a big movie buff too. And that's kind of where I get my inspiration as well. Um, but I, I'm saying with you, I th- and I think fantasy has, on the holistic sense, um, for me anyway, there are ways to fix your fucked upness through a, a place that kind of spins a simulation almost so that you can kind of work through dynamics in a, in a removed way that isn't so potent to the here and now. Yeah. So for me, they're very cathartic in the fact that they they allow you to run some very real scenarios in your brain and kind of decide what kind of person you are by by kind of implanting yourself in a specific scenario, character study. It's very neat. 
Um, so I, I agree, but I did that with American beauty. Do you ever recognize an American beauty? I was the first person that like would tell people this. I'm like, do you ever notice that like every scene has like a potent, like coolness to it, to where there's always this red, white, and blue. And there's like this yeah. red hit in like every single All of them. frame. Yes. Yeah. And people were like, whoa. And I'm like, yeah, it's a totally yeah. a thing. They were trying to do that red, white, and blue hit with that dramatic red. Yeah. <laughs> that was in there. And people were like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, man, like that's the shit that I pluck out. I way go deep. My boyfriend's always telling me, he's like, you know, normal people don't think like that. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. but they should. <laughs> yeah. And if anything, if they're going to be around me, they're gonna. <laughs> so that's what the benefit is. <laughs> but yeah, I love that. I love all of that. Um, I guess, uh, you know, we're, we're hitting almost three hours now. We'll, we'll probably have a three-parter. Of this. <laughs> Great. Is there anything that we left out that we didn't observe that you really want to, to go out there? I mean, we can, I mean, we're formulating a relationship right now. It's the start of a whole bunch with you and me. We're just learning you. And, uh, I hope to showcase, you know, your artwork and everything like that. I definitely want you to within all of this, shout out your, your handles where people can find you, what the best way to contact you is. Um, but is there anything that we, that we didn't cover that you just want to make sure we definitely said? (laughs) I think, I think we covered a lot, but I think one of the big things for me is that I think moving forward for mentors or mentees, like whichever way you want to throw it, I think we all just need to remember to be kind and to love each other. And I know it sounds like super like hippy dippy or whatever, like, but I think it's so important in tattooing because you're marking people for the rest of their life. If you're in a toxic environment, if you're a toxic person, if you don't have your full heart into what you're doing, it's not going to be good for anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not good for the people that walk into your shop. If people walk into your shop and they get bad vibes, that's not going to make them feel good. Like, right. you know, our our job essentially is to make people feel better about their bodies. Yeah. Um, I also am a certified strength and conditioning coach and certified personal trainer. Um, well, I used to be. Um, again, I wear a lot of hats because I just, you know, can't seem to <laughs> can't seem to settle down. But you're not going to lose the knowledge, even if yeah. even if you're not practicing right now, it's yeah. there. <laughs> So I think, you know, in, in that sense, I think we need to remember that like, yes, we're putting our art on people's bodies, which is rad. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so cool that we get to do this thing, but like also the people are coming to because you are painting the walls of their temple. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes falls away from us. Yes, You know, like if a client, if you and a client don't vibe on something, send them to somebody they're going to vibe with. Yes. Don't just do the tattoo because you can make money off of them. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. I could do a hyper-realistic wolf. I mean, probably, but it's not what I want to do. So I'm going to send them to someone who's going to be able to make that for them. And geek out about it. Yeah. And be super happy yeah. that you sent them their way. And it does something for the other person too. Like the other tattoo artists let them know that they're not, that they're going to have people who recognize what they're into and who would send them work. That matters. You know, Which is going like, to build community more too. Yes, absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree. I, I'm, I'm with that. Totally. Totally, totally. I love that you put that out there. That's, that's very, very important. And it is, I mean, you know, it's it's hokey when you see when you see it in needlepoint i guess be be kind but really yeah. it's it's a necessary thing in practice yeah it's, and it's something so yeah. simple mhm yeah it's not an order it's an asking you yeah. know like <laughs> it really is um and i i agree with you completely and i've always um i've always felt that way um, I've had to invest, I think just for survival and a little bit more of my nasty side, but, um, my therapist, when, when she was, uh, treating me, one of the things she said, which I was like, wow, this is an immensely, uh, cool, but I, I don't know if it's going to serve me. Well, she said, Amy is one of the kindest people I've ever met. Um, and that was, that was pretty impactful. She told it to my mom, 
But I think it freaked my mom out because my mom's always, you know, she's always defense and she's always thinking about the the doomsday thing. So she's in her mind thinking about all of the snake holes that I'm going to fall into. Yeah. But I don't think people really understand that um, uh, we, we are what we manifest, you know, like you gotta, you gotta switch your perception. Yeah. And I do think that, uh, you know, it's good to be cautious, but it's, it's much, much better if you're, you walk into things with hope and with, uh, with a, I'm, I'm going to determine this kind of thing. Not, not the other way around. I'm not going to be a victim to the experience. So it is taking a lot of ownership of, of your life by doing that. So it's not weak. It's actually a lot. It's harder. It's hard because it takes a lot of time to be kind. It does. It means you take your time too, and you invest time. Uh, I think that's a lot of it, honestly. Um, if I can observe it without feeling like there's any real malintent, I think a lot of people are just like, oh, it's a waste of my time to take that much time. But I've never felt that way. Um, for me, it's always about being able to lay my head on a pillow and fall asleep at night and not have regret. So yep. I agree with you. And I think one of the big things in tattooing too, is you're always going to have somebody's talking shit behind your back. Always. Oh, yeah. There's always going to be somebody who doesn't like you. That's not I even have, tattooing. That's, that's Yeah, it's just life, right? Dude, do something and somebody's going to hate it. <laughs> yeah. But I have, in my area, there's so much competition. Nobody believes in community. Like there are very Aww. few shops that do. It's hard. It's been really hard. And I have so many people who talk shit about me. And then I have people that'll come and be like, hey, so-and-so is talking shit about you. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm not going to let it bother me. And and I think that everyone should do that. I, you, you, If you're a good person and you're kind and you're doing the right things. And you know what? If somebody wants a style of tattoo that they do, I'm still sending them to them. Yeah, absolutely. I still like their Instagram yeah. posts. I still, yeah. you know, I will give you love until you accept it. I think it's really, they just can't fathom it. Honestly, yeah. you know, honestly, I think that's really it. You're, you're kind of pushing out something. They're like, what's the angle, you know, yeah. like what's yeah. the angle. This is too good to be true. And it's probably because they've never, they've never had any exposure to that, which, you know, it, it always affects me in a way that I wish it wouldn't, but I, I have, I am em- empathetic. It makes me sad. I, I yeah. wish it didn't make me sad, but it makes me sad. Um, yeah. I know it, that's too much of my emotionality to even give to it, but I can't help but being a little sad that that's how, how they probably perceive it and how they carry on because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a sad thing because there's such a greater aim that could be had if they just, yeah. <laughs> just realize that, no, I'm, tr- I'm truly just like this. <laughs> like, 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 this is just how I would operate regardless. Yeah. I know uh, a good thing, and I don't know if this could even work, but, or if you would even want to, but I remember, and she's still in my clientele and still a really potent person in my life. And I actually might even go through, I've, I've been listening to Russell Brand's work and a lot of stuff on addiction, because I, I know I have a, a gaggle of my own that are not they're not easy addictions because they're not anything that society would throw you out, you know, uh, for they're, they're normal things like food and like, um, you know, people, you know, codependency and, um, you know, trying to take on too much and things like that. Like, like I have, I have some addictive qualities that I want to confront. And I do think taking inventory, um, like the 12 steps recommends and making amends and all of those things would be very impactful. So she's, she actually comes from AA and, um, has done all this, but the reason why I know her is because she was competition in my dad's area. When we started up as a salon one day, she just showed up and she had bought pizzas for the entire salon and like came in and she's like, I want you to know that I'm a shop down the way. And I want you all to know that like, this is me. I'm in the area. I'm not looking to fuck up your business. I'm just looking to be existing in this area and that we all love and, and work together to having a really beautiful, well, you know, quaffed manicured like area where we do hair and we make people feel good. And I'm, I'm really about that. And I just wanted to introduce myself. I love that. And yeah, it, it was an amazing thing. And because of that, We've, we've always had a good rapport. That initial thing was so cool for her to do. And, um, 
I mean, I think it's the reason why we're still together to this day. And there's been some, there's been some shit between her and my, my, my family's business, but because that was her attitude, she never, she was like, you know what? They were right. They should have done that. I would have done that too. That's exactly how it would have gone. There's nothing but respect. It's really, really cool. So I don't know, maybe buy them all lunch one day. Yeah. Just send it there. Yeah. (laughs) Just send it there and be like, I just want you to know. (laughs) That I'm not here to do any of this. I hope we can all call it coexist. You know, you can tell me the shit to my face. It's fine. Yeah. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> you know, like, that's fine. We can talk about it, actually. Let's dispel some rumors. But I'm, yeah. I'm here to I'm here to still send business to you if you qualify for it. So yep. FYI. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'm totally with that attitude, too. And I love that you put it out there because I think it is essential for us moving forward at the very least. I think that that would be a much better tattoo world. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's really what I'm trying to create. And hopefully I'll be able to do a lot of big things moving forward. Cause that's mm-hmm. kind of my goal is to just start making waves and changing the community like one step at a time. Well, I think you will. I, I mean, honestly, that's what I recognized in Jordan. Uh, um, she, you know, just by the things that she's trying to do and the fact that she started that group for us to, you know, chat us, you know, everybody follows each other now and we're all DMing and, and, um, collaborating. It's really, really cool. And here uh, we are. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, right off the bat, I was like, this girl is awesome. Like, I love her energy. I love what she's trying to do. And the very fact that we're all kind of meeting each other through this, I, I think it's going to happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. Some hustlers in there, man, for sure. I love it. Yeah. It's going to be it. really rad. We're all going to do big things. I love I it. No Party tits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that will be a thing. We'll all have buttons one day. <laughs> we should. We really should. I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> should be really fun. Actually, I have, um, you know, this is a thing that my clients know, but I have a plush boob stress ball in my room. <laughs> It's just up, like for anybody who needs it, I'm just like, yeah, if you need a boob to hold, we got a boob for you. And it was given to me by another collab, like a creative effort of the community, a strip club locally was giving away like party favors for their strip club. And they were walking to local businesses. And I was like, I'm not really sure what, what strip club has to advertise, but I like what you're doing here. This is really cool. And like the name of the strip club is like on it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like it's I so love horrible. that. But yeah, like that's why I came up with it. I was like, you know, tits, you know, this should be a, this would be a thing. <laughs> but yeah, party tits. We're going to, we're going to have buttons. We're going to have swag. It's going to be a thing. <laughs> we're going to roll together. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, um, just out of curiosity, I know that your studio does um, guest spots, correct? Yes. And things like that. Yeah. Um, oh, what are some of the things, because there is a license in New York, correct? So they have to get a temporary license and things like yep. that. Is there any, is there any special things within New York and traveling that they have to be aware of and like going there, anything that's, I don't know, different from other States that you know of? Not really. It's, it's pretty easy. You know, we'll kind of get everything set up for you. Um, and what's wonderful about our establishment is we have two managers. Nice. Um, so pretty much like if necessary, we can do your booking for you. Um, you know, we'll advertise for you and we're really big on like branding as a whole. Um, so we kind of will do everything for you and make sure everything gets set up and you're comfortable. And, you know, we've got a a great space. We've got, um, the 570 tat soul chairs. So, you know, we've got all the top of the line equipment, everything's new. We provide everything. Um, New York's pretty easy as far as tattoos. Well, at least in my County. Yeah. Um, They, they're pretty, I mean, they obviously like their health regulations and everything are strong, but like any guest artist wouldn't have to worry about that. No, absolutely. Yeah. I I heard that about upstate New York. It's just that it's like, you know, people are a little more chill, Yeah, (laughs) which makes sense because there's less populace to really like not be chill about. So, you know, (laughs) it makes sense. That's wonderful. And, um, how do you like to be contacted if somebody wanted to get work done by, by you? Um, so I do everything via email. Um, all of my booking consultations are via email. Um, it's kreedtattoo at gmail.com. So it's K and then R-E-I-D. Um, 
tattoo at Gmail and just send me all the information, design, any reference images, placement, budget. Um, And I also ask that if you have any preferred or correct pronouns, Mm -hmm. um, put those in there as well, because we can put them in the booking system so that you don't even have to say anything and everybody already knows. That's awesome. I love that. We want everyone to feel supported. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And it just makes it easier so that there's, you know, not no need for a conversation. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, I dig it. And then uh, where can they find you online? Uh, Every, everywhere. Um, (laughs) I'm just (laughs) K Reed tattoo. Fantastic. Awesome. So that's across the board everywhere. TikTok. She's got some virals out there. I like it. I haven't gotten on TikTok yet. Um, I'm, I don't know. I, I have to think of like, I think I have to think of like how I'd want that to go. Like what I would want to say. Cause you know, there's lots of tattoo stuff out there. Yeah. I don't say much. I just post videos with yeah. funny, funny sounds. And then sometimes they go viral. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Like the simple <laughs> shit. It's so funny, but I, well, the stuff that gets me, you know, so, but I don't want to, I, I don't want to say we've, we've taken a lot of your day uh, and I appreciate all of this time. This has been wonderful. And I, um, I hope this, I mean, I think this is going to showcase everything really well. And if we have, you know, invested followers, um, Jordan LeFay is who like kind of set this whole thing in motion. Like, uh, so thank you to her. Uh, she's not here, but, uh, thank you. I'll, I'll be thanking her on the back end. <laughs> and yeah, we'll, we'll touch base, uh, on the back channels, but, uh, is there, oh, uh, in, Ta- uh, the tattoo studio. Oh, well, if they find you online, they'll find your tattoo studio. Cause you have a link right there. So um, yep. they'll be able to find Oak and iron and all that good stuff. Buffalo, yeah, you should be able to- all that good stuff. Should be able to find that. If any artists out there want to come guest spot, um, either they can contact me, like DM me on Instagram, or um, we actually have a guest artist form on our website, um, which is just oakandironbuffalo.com. It's B F L O not fully spelled out. Um, and you can fill it out right there. And we have spots from April onward, I think. Nice. Um, so if anyone wants to come visit, uh, come on out. And we have a lot of clientele. So Fantastic. books will get filled. Right on, man. <laughs> I love it. And also, I just this is not something I regularly ask, but I do think that you guys sound like a kind of a unit and a really cool collaboration of people. Do you guys have like regular conventions that you like to to? to visit or do together? We have not yet. Okay. Um, but the goal is out there. I'm not sure about this year, just with COVID and everything. Um, so (laughs) I, I, um, I also have fibromyalgia. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have uh, like a compromised immune system. So I have to be a little bit more careful. Um, I am going out, uh, to weird ink society in March, um, so I'll be guest spotting out there and, uh, maybe guest spotting in Boston a little later this year. So I'm definitely Fantastic. looking forward to do some, to do some really, really cool, just like visiting people. I mean, I maybe I'll come visit ideal. you at some point. Yeah, man. I love yeah. it. I would love that. I love that. Um, it'd be really dope. Uh, right now I, I don't, I have just this little, I mean, you could say, and we could pal around Baltimore, but <laughs> I have, as far as tattooing, I just have my little my one chair, I wish I could offer more right now. I'm in that, in that kind of like, what am I going to do next phase? I I admit it. Like, uh, I I do know that like, I like a studio vibe, part of the, part of the collection and, and just energy of having multiple artists. Um, I definitely do, but I'm not there yet. Hopefully I will have something to, to offer up to people, but I'd love it. If you came, we have two spare bedrooms. You get to see one of them. (laughs) here and and we're always we're always down to like if you want to fish or hunt or anything like that we're down to like take people out on the boat and uh and things like that and we're definitely foodies we love to feed people so I love that my husband loves to fish so (laughs) I'm a huge foodie my husband loves to fish we love the aquarium out there oh dude that's awesome yeah like there's a lot of cool things like that are local to us that are they're not far away so if you just want us to touch point where you like you know go out and have fun and then come back you're you're always welcome just like anybody like we love we love hosting people and having people and our cats are really cool so (laughs) yeah I love it (laughs) and if you if you want to come out for a guest spot 
you're welcome to. You can stay in my office here. Oh, awesome. I love it. Yeah. I get to see, I get to, we both get to see where we get to stay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I love that chest of drawers behind you too. I've been meaning to tell you. It's yeah. really cool. It's like, it's a really neat construct. But anyway, guys, we're going on to like a major ramble here. We could yeah. probably talk on for hours. Uh, uh, Krista and I, like we, you, we have, we are very alike. like, we vibe, we vibe. We vibe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right on, man. Well, I can't wait to, um, learn more from you. I definitely want to come just to like have more of these awesome conversations because yeah. I definitely think that, you know, we're on the same mindset about the, you know, being a healing kind of practice and really investing in the integrity of like doing a tattoo. So I, I'm just down for like being around other like minds in that respect. It's really cool. And you, you just advance yourself more and more by, by watching other people and sharing. So I'm Absolutely. down. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we can learn a lot from each other. I think it'd be great. Yeah, it would be awesome. Well, I, sure. you know, I, I love upstate New York and so does my boyfriend. He loves fishing there. So he was like, definitely, definitely <laughs> do a guest spot. So I'll be hitting you guys. Yeah, yeah, sure. definitely. We'd love yeah. it. There's a, there's a bunch of really great places out here. So. Oh, I know my, my, yeah. my guy is like, you have no idea. I was like, I mean, I will. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh we're a little bit more on the Western New York side. Like we're like literally like way all the way over. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are still like literally 40 minute drives and we'll be in some great fishing spots and you and I could go hiking and just oh, get awesome. lost in the woods and I don't know, find some rocks or something. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> we're all about that. We paint them and then we put them back out there. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Make Karens and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> great. I love all of it. Well, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, thank your family for me for this time. Cause yeah. they, they gave you the opportunity to do this with us today. And, um, thank yeah. you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This is, this awesome. is going to be great. It's a birthing of a lot of cool shit, man. We're going to, we're, we're, we're making marks. I like it. We are <laughs> making moves. Yep. All right. Well, Krista, have a great rest of your day and, uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much. You too. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye. Awesome. Thanks for listening. You can find the Apprenticeship Diaries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We We look look forward forward to hearing from from our listeners. listeners.